0: We're getting our first look at the legal arguments behind Amazon's challenge to the Pentagon's Jedi contract. The cloud computing giant says it's clear it had a technical approach that was better than Microsoft's and that it should have won the contract. And lawyers say AWS would have won if it weren't for a series of errors that can only be explained by improper political influence. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has been following the Jedi saga. He joins me now with the latest. Jared, what do the documents just out tell us?
1: They tell us in broad strokes a lot of what Amazon has already said in public about this, which is what you would expect. You know, we we believe that the Defense Department did not properly evaluate our our bid proposal and give us credit for the technical superiority that we think we bring to the table and that President Trump interfered in this process. It it is interesting, I have to say, that the giant divergence from the positions Amazon is taking in court right now compared to a year or so ago when, at that time, remember, it was on the Defense Department's side and... effectively defending the procurement and saying, this is not wired for Amazon, contrary to allegations that it is. At this point, it's now saying, of course, we were supposed to win this contract. Everyone thought we were going to win this contract. And the only reason we didn't was because of improper political influence by the president. It does make over and over again, this lawsuit, um, you know, references to the broad understanding and assumption in the federal IT community that Amazon was best positioned to win this contract. But in broad strokes, they they say that defense officials who were making p- procurement decisions as this thing came down to the wire took several steps, really every opportunity that they could to devalue Amazon's proposal, not give them credit for things that they should have been get given credit for. And as they put it, level the playing field in Microsoft's favor, even though in AWS's view, Am- uh, Microsoft, that is, was not in the same league as Amazon in terms of providing cloud services to government.
0: And so far as we know, this wasn't all time so that it might be included in the impeachment
1: article by Jerry Nadler. There is certainly no indication (laughs) that this is is meant to play into impeachment. But but yes, politics, they they, they do say it played a big role here. And and, and there really are two things here. They say DOD committed numerous egregious errors in uh, in, in comparing the two proposals. And Amazon's lawyers say those in and of themselves are enough to overturn this thing and send it back to reopen the bids. They also say that the political influence that they point to on on, on behalf of the president is also so egregious that even if you just consider that by itself, it warrants overturning this award. So they're really hanging their hat on two of those things that they say are, are certainly interrelated. Interesting. So they have two channels of
0: argument here. The question we don't know, I guess, from what we've seen so far, is what are some of the technical differences or technical advantages they believe they had that
1: Microsoft did not? Is all of that available from the documents released? If you read between the lines carefully, you can get some of it. This is a very, very heavily redacted document. There are entire pages that are blacked out. Hilariously, there, there are some portions where you just scratch your head and say, why is this blacked out? For example, there's a Federal Computer Week article that they cite to where they black out part of the headline and the URL, even though this is easily findable. And, and publicly available information, but 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 as I say, they 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 point they do point to to, to several. Well, let, let me start with what we don't know. For example, there were nine evaluation factors that DOD looked at in deciding between AWS and Amazon. The lawsuit blacks out in, entire in, in, entire things like that, so we don't know exactly on what basis DOD made its decision. But Amazon does point to several technical areas where it thinks it was obviously superior. One of these is is this thing called Nitro, which without getting too far off into the technical weeds is its approach to doing hypervisor technology in a cloud computing environment. The hypervisor is sort of what sits on top of all the virtual machines in a cloud and assigns resources, make sure that everything is properly segregated. AWS says Nitro does that in hardware, which is a much more secure way to go compared to the traditional software route, which is much more vulnerable to attackers. They say that they had been given credit for that early in the evaluation phase, gotten glowing reviews from the DoD technical evaluation evaluation board but as things progressed it turned out that that was that you know they were decredited for that they were not given appropriate credit for that another example they point to is their experience doing cloud for DOD that they that that they're already doing by the way at the tactical edge they have these devices called snowballs that are small sort of hand carryable cloud computing edge devices that that are already deployed. They say this proves that we can do this sort of work. We know that we can do this sort of work, but we weren't given credit for that appropriately either, even though that's another area where they say in an early phase of the evaluation when DOD was still narrowing the field down to just two competitors, that is something that they were given credit for. So they, they say that, you know, things that DOD had previously recognized as high value in this Jedi procurement the value of those somehow waned as the political influence came into play and as President Trump was on the air and on Twitter talking about how uh, this contract was in some way problematic and, and talking about his dislike for Jeff Bezos and Amazon more generally.
0: We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu, and at some point, I guess General Mattis was even dragged into this and kind of pushed the president away from any influence in a in a procurement done by his department.
1: Yeah, that, that is, I, I would put that in the category of somewhat unverified. There is an account given in a book by a former Mattis speechwriter, which says that the president came to Mattis saying he wanted to, quote unquote, screw Amazon, and that Mattis steered him away from that, from that position. So we don't know exactly what effect that had on the ultimate procurement. But one of the points Amazon is making in this lawsuit over and over again is that, look, even if none of the source selection officials had any kind of direct contact with the White House, with the administration, from the with from the Secretary of Defense, they could see everything that we and the public could see. That the president had clear de- desires that produced a fear among that workforce that if they didn't do what the president wanted, their jobs would be in jeopardy. Now, you know, you can argue with whether or not you think political influence is going to have that kind of that that kind of effect on line level procurement employees, even especially when their names are anonymous, as they were in this case. But that that is the position Amazon was taking. That that you know, essentially all these folks knew what the right answer was supposed to be here from the president's perspective if they knew it was good for him.
0: And Jared, remind us, this protest is filed in district court or in the GAO?
1: No, this is the Court of Federal Claims, so so essentially Amazon skipped the GAO phase that a lot of bid protests go through and went straight to the Court of Federal Claims, so it is working its way through there. The timeline on that is probably going to be somewhat extended, not just because we're approaching the holidays here, but because there's also a lot of legal wrangling over what's called the administrative record. Amazon wants to supplement that administrative record and uh, add add some additional details and facts that it feels are not contained in, in what the government is going to supply to the court. So there's going to be some legal fighting about that before they even get to start, start uh, arguing some of the merits of this lawsuit. Another interesting thing about the timeline there is Amazon has decided not to ask the judge for a preliminary injunction, which would require DOD and Microsoft to stop work on building out this this, uh, this Jedi cloud uh, while this litigation winds its way through the court. So they are free to continue, or they're free to at least get started on building that. And, and that may just be because Amazon does doesn't want to be in the position of being accused of stopping technological progress or, 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 you know, keeping advanced tools out of the hands of warfighters, especially since DOD is not completely clear on exactly what it wants to do with Jedi just yet. And we're still getting some mixed signals about what's going into what cloud.
0: And do we have any sense of the timeline when the court will even take this up and start to hear arguments?
1: Yeah, we really don't, not yet, not until we get past some of those administrative record issues that we mentioned. There was a hearing that was, well, that the hearing was actually a couple weeks ago, but the, the, the audio recording was released last week, and they discussed a bit of that there, and the judge made clear that she really doesn't want to set any kind of briefing schedules at all until they get some of those administrative record issues settled. So if the build-out continues for six months or so
0: till the judge gets around to this, and then maybe the trial could conceivably go for a year, what happens if It's all up and running and the judge decides, yeah, you got to do this
1: again. It, it, it's a good question, and and we, we we came to this question also with remember the Oracle lawsuit that's still going on, where they're alleging that this this was Im, you know improperly biased by political influence as well, except in the other direction that that there were there there were conflicts of interest between Amazon employees and and DoD employees or or people who had worked for both DoD and Amazon. That is working its way through the appeals court, and that's probably not going to reach a decision for another year. So in both of these cases, there's probably going to be a substantial. amount amount of work having already been done before there's a conclusion to the legal process. so I don't have an answer to your question but it is one of the key questions. Federal News Network's Jared Serbo thanks so much. Thank you Tom.
2: As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.